Welcome to The Uncomfortable Truth. I'm Alan Weiss. Today, here's a tip. One of the traits I find least tolerable is miserliness, cheapness, a scarcity mentality, a poverty mentality. It's manifest in many ways, such as all those people who ask for a deal all the time, even when the deal is completely and wholly inappropriate, or trying to buy tickets from illegal sources to save a few bucks. But it's most commonly manifest, in my experience, in the attitude toward tipping. Our society in the United States is based on gratuities to a very large extent. That's simply a fact. Many restaurants which have tried to abandon it have indeed abandoned their attempts to abandon it because it doesn't work. These servers work based on gratuities. People expect certain service in return and tip after the fact. And in Europe, which I'll get to in a second, you find absolutely terrible service because there is no tipping. And people just don't care. I remember being in Iceland, which was one of the most disappointing countries I have ever visited. And a waiter in a restaurant said to some people at my group at a different table, you know, he he had served them the meals and and somebody said, could you bring us salt and pepper? And he said a big sigh and he says, is there anything else you want before I make this trip? That's their attitude towards service. So the service levels in the United States are far superior to those in Europe or Australia or South America. And most of my colleagues in those localities who travel internationally and travel to the U.S. agree with that completely. Only in some parts of Asia, in Singapore, Hong Kong, and some places like that, at luxury properties, is it equal to what we find in the U.S. When someone refuses to tip a cab driver here, for example, claiming they are against the system, they don't believe in tipping, all they're doing is harming the driver's well-being and that of his or her family. I think they're just cheap. I don't think they're making some kind of grand point here. I'm sorry. And so taking it out on the cab driver doesn't help your philosophical position very much. And there are some clearly ridiculous tipping requests, such as the tip jar, <laughs> the tip jar at a cashier at an airport news shop. You know, I pick up the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times. I give them 10 bucks. They give me four bucks change. Why should I tip you for that transaction? But the shoeshine person deserves a tip. The manicurist deserves a tip. The masseuse deserves a tip. There are people who don't know anything about tipping and try to tip awkwardly. I've seen people, and I'm not making this up, try to tip a flight attendant. And I've seen people try to tip a bank teller. And claiming the service is demeaning as a reason not to tip is absurd. People tell me they won't tip the washroom attendant in a top hotel or restaurant because they feel no one should be in that job. It's demeaning. Well, the fact is that person's trying to earn a living. They're not on welfare. They're trying to earn an honest living. That's the job they're in. And we shouldn't make fun of them or demean them. They get tipped in that job and we should help it. We shouldn't act so superior about what constitutes a respectable job. I remember a great scene in Downton Abbey where the Earl's nephew has a cottage on the estate and it comes with a valet, valet as they say there. And the nephew wants to dismiss him and the valet is crushed. And when the Lord, the Earl says to the nephew, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? He says, well, I don't need a valet to dress myself. It's a demeaning position. And the Earl says, why would you deny employment to a man who finds his job respectable 
and wants to do it well and has been doing it well and needs that job to feed his family. Who are you to say the job is demeaning? It's also a commentary, you know, on whether you're real or not. I've never given a valet, a car valet, less than $5 in the last 20 years. And when I began driving Bentleys and Rolls Royces, I started giving them $20. That's right, 20 bucks to park in front of the restaurant, and that's where they keep my car, and $50 at Christmas. So either I'm a real person or I'm some posula. But I'm real. You don't have an air of wealth and not share the wealth. I tip at least 25% in my favorite restaurants, assuming the service is what I expect. I'll go higher than that if somebody does me a special favor. And if you add up the maximum over the minimum tips over the course of a year, that is, what you would try to give minimally versus what you should be giving maximally, what does it come to? A difference of $2,000 a year or something? And gradually dispersed over 52 weeks? Give me a break. You make that up if you're decent in your own work with one piece of business forever. Well, maybe you could put out your own tip jar. I've left, I've left tips for people who I believe were shortchanged by my host or guest. I've given them something because I'm embarrassed by that kind of miserliness. I will remind people I'm with sometimes if they're walking ahead of me or they've collected all the coat checks to tip the coat check person or to tip the hotel concierge if the concierge has done us a special favor by getting us a, a reservation or gaining us entry to a place you otherwise could not gain entry to. The most ill-treated people in hotels are chambermaids because not enough people tip the maids. And you should give the maid a couple of bucks a day for a regular room and more than that for a suite. A hotel executive told me once he felt they were the worst-treated, worst-tipped people in the entire operation. It's proper to tip them, but relatively few people do. You tip the dealers in casinos when you're winning, especially when they're reminding you of your bets when you fail to place them properly. You should tip bellmen and doormen. And you should always have small bills with you when you travel in your pocket, not in your wallet or your purse, so that you can do this readily and quickly. They don't have to stand there awkwardly while you try to find a, a five or a ten. If the hotel has a house car, and many of the best hotels do, you tip the driver. And tip the driver better than if you were taking a taxi. Don't consider you've gotten a free ride and you're saving money. When I've had to take a hotel shuttle, on those times when I'm too close to the hotel to take a limo, I tip the shuttle driver. I tip the shuttle driver more if he or she is also helping me with my bags. And if you watch carefully on these shuttles, all the airline crew members tip the shuttle drivers too. I tip the sommelier separately if he or she has done a great service beyond just taking the wine order and ineffectively sniffing the cork. But if they advise me or suggest something different, that's worth something. Tipping says a lot about your self-image and your own confidence. It's not about bragging, it's about acting well, which is often too rare these days, my friends. That's my tip for you. And that's The Uncomfortable Truth. <laughs>